If you're talking about rap and beef to me, I'm the wrong person to talk to. Your whole murder, you, your family, your child, it's a newborn, I don't give a fuck. I can never go to hell because I'm a teacher. <laughs> Hey y'all, so this is the last episode that I'm doing for my pilot season. Um, I wanted to end it in a special way. So I got the beautiful Naomi who was kind enough to do a live performance and an interview with me. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I also had a lot of question marks about my personal hygiene and health growing up. Um, and I had to find the answers out on my own. So I'm really glad we got to talk about that as well as the many aspects of womb health. Join us on this beautiful journey as we end it with a soundbow meditation by myself. Season one fucking finale. Enjoy. So as promised, we're going to open up with a live performance by Naomi. Um, She is a beautiful womb healer, wonderful person, and a magical being just to be around. So tune into the frequencies, get into the vibes, and here she is. Beloved, 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 beloved,
So with womb healing, because I know that that's what you're into. What real quick? What is like your personal definition of a womb? Mm. Like, what is a womb to you? I feel like the womb is the seed. It's the seed of all creation, all of life. It's it's where everything begins and where everything ends. Mm. In my perception of it, and I feel like the womb is it's like it's it's like this mother energy right like we talk about mother gaia all that all the time but like the womb is the actual physical representation of mm -hmm. where life stems from and you can find the womb in everything in life and animals and people mm -hmm. like in earth and water like there's a womb of every single thing that right. is a living breathing organism so right. yeah and so when you say that, I think uh, it just pops up into my mind, I guess, as like almost like a download. But just females are not the only ones that have womb energy, mm -hmm. like so feminine energy. We have the womb, so we are like the feminine energy. But when I think about like chakras and stuff like that, um, I guess to me, womb energy represents like creativity, mm -hmm. reproduction, um, not just reproduction and like a sexual reproduction, but reproduction as like a, a rebirth, you know, like even in spirituality. So tell me a little bit about like what got you into um, your interest about womb healing and you know what a womb is to you. Honestly, it just really stems back to childhood. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the things that we do nowadays in our life, like whatever callings that we have, like in terms of walking the spiritual path, it always stems from something in our childhood that we can refer back to. But mm -hmm. for me, it just stems back to when I was eight years old and I was first sexually abused. Mm -hmm. And I remember as a child, I my imagination was so vast and so expansive. I mm -hmm. literally could feel and see like things in other dimensions and I could feel it so deep inside of my heart that I was like I know there's like this magical world exists but I'm a child and I don't know how to explain it so mm -hmm. it was fun to play with it and be you know um and to imagine different things mm -hmm. but I think from that experience I kind of just like grew up with like this deep knowing that there's something there's a force out in the universe that is so connected to me because I feel connected to it and mm -hmm. I don't know what it is so I just feel like I just followed that guidance like my whole life and even even though that like I grew up like for 16 years I was abused, I was mm -hmm. raped, I was all these different things happened to me by different people. Um I still felt this really deep like calling and I think I realized like the true calling when I went to Egypt mm -hmm. um because when I went to Egypt it was my first trip out of the country and I was sexually assaulted in Egypt, but there was something t different that happened to me. Like my eight-year-old child was activated mm -hmm. when that happened. And I was able to like reflect on all the times like that I had ever been assaulted and like mm -hmm. stepping into the temples and studying Egypt and studying what the priestesses were. It just showed me like this powerful thing. And I think I finally like declared that I was going to walk this path fully as a womb priestess when I decided that regardless of what this man had done to me, he cannot take my power away. Mm -hmm. And so I like saved my menstrual blood from Egypt 
and I poured it into the Nile right mm -hmm. before I went on my flight. And I said, I just pray for mercy and healing over the land and the people. And like, I feel like that, that, that switch, instead of me being in fear, lack or resentment, mm -hmm. that, that feeling of compassion, that feeling of nothing was taken from me. I'm mm -hmm. still a holy vessel all on my own. Like that was a teaching from my womb. My womb was nourishing me and soothing me in a time yes. of grief and pain. And that was when I started to like really have like the the more mature connection with womb healing of like, yo, this is deeper than we think it is. And right. it's not an easy path. Like you, it's a devotion, you know? Right. So. And I think it's interesting, honestly. Um, first of all, I'm sorry. We talked about this before. So I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, but I think it's very, very interesting and powerful how a lot of women like ourselves because not every woman is able to do that but a lot of women like ourselves um are able to take a such a horrible experience and be able to take really what's needed out of it like the wisdom and the strength and like courage about even sharing our testimonies and stuff like that and give pay it forward mm -hmm. to like you know for people to really learn from and grow from and stuff like that um so I kind of wanted to just ask you a little bit about how long it may have taken you to really live in your truth mm -hmm. and to say like, okay, this is going to come full circle because I'm doing um, womb healing sessions now. Like how long did it really take you to be like, um, yeah, this happened to me and I want to turn it into something better? You know, was it a long process for you to kind of heal from things or were you just kind of like, oh, this happened for a reason? So I feel like for me, like, I feel like everybody's journey is different, like mm -hmm. lengthwise. Mm -hmm. But one thing I feel like is like, we're never done healing. Mm -hmm. I feel like healing is an illusion of like, we've completed or finished a job. Mm -hmm. When really, it's just like we reached another layer or another level, like, okay, level one complete. Now you're going to level two. Right. And it could be the same exact wound. And you're just going that much deeper. It's like, a marathon, you just, you just right. Like, you just <laughs> never know. Yeah. And I really just feel like for me, like, <sighs> I would say, honestly, within the last eight months, I've really, like, decided to declare this path of womb healing. Like, I've been tiptoeing in and out of the water for the last six mm -hmm. years with it of, like, oh, I want to help women, you know, recover from sexual abuse one day. And, mm -hmm. like, not really even knowing what that meant or what that takes mm -hmm. or understanding what that took for myself and how I needed to give that to me first. But... To also be comfortable in the truth of like, this is powerful, like this is real, this exists, mm -hmm. this is very nourishing to the womb, to women, to men as well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm still like in this process of going deeper and deeper because it's it's right, like the womb is vast, it's ever expansive. So when you talk about womb healing, mm -hmm. there's so many sectors you can go into, so many layers and levels deep you can go because it's it's infinite. It's never ending with that. So I feel like for me, like stepping into my truth and power of womb healing happened within the last eight months. And the healing has been happening since I was eight years old, I'd say, like mm -hmm. from the first time I became conscious of like this womb energy, like it's been an ongoing process because you are constantly pulling layers back of yourself but i feel like once you get to a place where you are just devoted to that level of healing and you know what it feels like for your womb to operate as a temple mm -hmm. and to operate as a holy vessel once you know what that feels like 
it just becomes easier and quicker to roll off and throw away and release anything that's not of that vibration. Yes, yes. So, and we, so we can't talk about womb health without talking about like a little bit of womb illness, you know, mm -hmm. just so we know and what to compare, you know, when things are well and when things are not. Um, what are some things, because I know for myself, right, I was most definitely sexually assaulted, but even even prior and after that, I wasn't necessarily um, being intentful with the health of my womb, you know. So uh, some things that I noticed, even like when I wasn't being honest with myself about things that may have happened to me, I noticed that I was unhealthier, you know, like experiencing so much discomfort or just like really... Um, choosing to be naive about certain certain things because I didn't want to become uh, too wrapped up in my truth for real mm -hmm. at first, you know? So I noticed that I was very uncomfortable. I was very like um, negligent towards myself. I was very, um, sometimes not even really, uh, I want to say like um, not being careful about who I let, you know, around me in that way you know what i'm saying so like what are some things that maybe opened your eyes to like oh i need to take this seriously you know oh i need to pay more attention to my womb health what were some things that may have that you may have dealt with well that's a great question i would say the first thing that like really started making me pay attention was my menstrual cycle mm -hmm. because i had horrible menstrual cycles i was bleeding for seven plus days heavy mm -hmm. bleeding having like extreme cramps to the point I would either pass out or vomit. Mm. Um, and it was just, it was horrible. I hated getting my menstrual cycle. I was like, I hate this. I don't, this is like, why do women have to go through this pain? Blah, blah, mm. blah. And that was the doorway into womb healing for me. Because once I started asking questions about, is a womb cycle actually supposed to be painful? Mm -hmm. Is there, is there something sacred about this? Is, can this be ceremony? Can this be fun? Can mm -hmm. this be healing? Like once I started asking those questions, then that's when I stepped into the path of becoming a red tent priestess. Mm -hmm. That was like the first, you know, initiation I went through as a priestess. And mm -hmm. that started showing me menstrual healing and how important menstrual healing is and how sacred it is because we're actually healing all of these things from our body. And, you know, even PMSing too, like that's a huge thing. Like women think that just because, mm -hmm. you know, we're getting our menstrual cycle that we're supposed to be extremely hormonal right. and we're not, right. we're not. And nine times out of 10, when you are that hormonal, it's because your womb is saying, Hey, here's the emotions you keep blocking. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to throw it in your face until you realize <laughs> you need to let it go. Yeah. Like, no, literally. <laughs> like you know it's turning the bass up on you know whatever it is whatever song you playing really and you trying to turn it down and you trying to like just let it be on quiet no it's turning that shit up like no we yeah. don't deal with this because yeah i'm going i'm high off emotions right now right. the emotions that you already gave me is right. essentially so like i feel that because i used to be like that where i would have my cycle and I would be a bitch mm -hmm. and I would be grumpy I'll be eating all type of stuff and I'd be like well, I'm on my period. Like, that's mm -hmm. what, you know, and then I learned, like, oh, I don't have to be that way. Like, mm -hmm. one, I need to change my attitude about what I think about my period, yes. you know, and it's not a time for me to be, oh, my fucking God, I'm on my period. It's a mm -hmm. time for me to be celebratory and a time for me to really just get into my feminine energy, especially because 
a lot of times I'm more like comfortable in my masculine energy. Mm-hmm. So it's honestly been very freeing for me to be like very invested into that time of the month. You mm-hmm. know, it's been very, very freeing, very refreshing to just be like, nah, this is a this is a time where I can pamper myself, where mm-hmm. I can take care of myself, where I can acknowledge the fact that <laughs> I'm a woman and I need certain yes. things, you know? So like yeah, yeah. it's I like really so like I feel like there's another there's another aspect of this too that women really really should be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like what you're saying, like with the menstrual cycle, like it's a very powerful time to go in when mm-hmm. we are on our menstrual cycles. This is the hibernation season of our womb cycle, mm-hmm. and so it basically means solitude, spend time with self, mm-hmm. you know, more internal versus external, and you you notice that because, number one, you don't have all the energy to do things that you normally would want to yes. do. You're craving certain foods. Your emotions are all over the place. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you might be in pain. Like, all those are signs from your body, from your womb, that you need to rest and go inside yeah. and just, like, hibernate, mm-hmm. and I feel like... The other most powerful thing that I realized where my womb was in balance with health and all of that was when I got my first ever yeast infection. Mm -hmm. I had never had any type of bacterial infection, anything in my womb before, but I had gotten it after I was engaging in sexual intercourse with this guy who Mm -hmm. was toxic for me. Mm -hmm. He was very toxic for me and... I got my yeast infection right when I started my menstrual cycle and so I could barely walk and I was bleeding at the same time. Everything was swollen Mm -hmm. and I was so, I was like horrified. I was like, why is this happening? Like I've been doing a lot of work on my womb so why all of a sudden when I have sex is my womb reacting this way and our womb is very intelligent. Like she's going to tell you if it's a yes or a no immediately and you'll be able to feel it. And in addition to that, it's also like this spiritual thing too, because I allowed this person into my home and I started realizing all my plants started to die. Mm -hmm. That's an energy of the feminine. That's an energy of the mother of the womb. Mm -hmm. So why would a reflection of me be dying around me? If someone, someone in my, in my, environment is supposed to be holy and adding adding holiness to my temple right that's that circles back to your question about what is the temple is what is the womb it's the holy of holies Mm -hmm. it is it's a part of the temple like our body as a woman our temple is called Hetnater in Egypt, and that basically means the house of God. Wow. So we are the house of God, and our womb is the Holy of Holies. The Holy of Holies was a room designed in every single temple in Egypt or Kemet um, that was meant for the high priests and priestesses. It's where you would go, where it was the darkest room of the temple, and it's where you would go to pray, mm-hmm. to be with the, the one source. And so they refer to this as the the house of God, as the woman's body, and the holy of holies as her womb. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. I mean, okay, so when you tell me these things, um, I'm always like, intrigued but it always leads me because i think about generational curses or like you know how to how can we do better how can i maybe set my daughter up you know for some things that i have to learn that she doesn't have to learn on her own so it just leads me to the question of like where was a lot of this talk when we were younger i know i've most definitely had a yeast affection before Mm -hmm. but it was something that i had to research and learn, you know, elsewhere, not necessarily right in my home where I should be able to get this information first. You know, I, especially growing up mainly with my father, you know, which 
honestly, in my opinion, it's no excuse. If you have a daughter, then you should be educating yourself on certain things so that mm -hmm. you can talk to your daughter about her womb, you know, versus her going somewhere elsewhere, you know, mm -hmm. and getting information. So, um, I guess I wanted to ask, like, did you have any of this knowledge growing up or is this a lot of these things like you learned yourself, like a lot of this information mm -hmm. about the womb? Just like every other woman, nine 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 percent of us did not have this growing yeah. up. We were not taught the sacredness and the holiness of our womb. And I think that is that is the first trauma that a woman experiences is that mm -hmm. she's taught that she's not a holy vessel. Mm -hmm. And she's taught that her vessel is to please other people. Mm -hmm. She's taught that she's a tool. She's taught that she is a toy or that you do this and you'll get that. Like that is we are so ass backwards in mm. this in this society nowadays where the woman is actually she is the 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 life giver and so any man or divine masculine presence if he actually is able to recognize and acknowledge life and all of creation if he if he honors his own life and his family's lives mm -hmm. and nature then he would be giving reverence mm -hmm and honor to anything that resembles the divine feminine because yes. that is the that is the life giver yes. so i'm really like like no like i i didn't have that as a child yeah. growing up and i think like you know some of us we like you said generational curses like yeah. some of us were just born to break the mold mm -hmm. and like it's time to shift the the dynamics like nowadays 12 year olds 13 year olds 10 year olds getting their menstrual cycle have no idea what, what's going on in their body and one of the fucked up things is a lot of the products anyways were developed by fucking white men mm -hmm. and so that that's where it's like okay even those who might know a little bit you know parents who might try to educate themselves a little bit so that they can educate them their kids it's like the products that they think are for their child's womb or their own womb is really killing everything and, and hurting things like when i think about certain uh products that are specifically for ph balance and this and that and i'm like what the fuck like a lot of the, the answers are not only within ourselves but from mm -hmm. nature like plants and fucking herbs and you know baths and shit like that you know therapy and actually mm -hmm. like going undergoing womb healing not fucking going to walmart and buying a two dollar product mm -hmm. that's filled with fucking harmful ass chemicals mm -hmm. you know so that's another thing. It's like that in order to break the generational curses, it's not just like, oh, educating ourselves about like, right. you know, what's comfortable or what we think. Like looking at um, a Google search and be like, oh, okay, cool. I could just buy this and it'll make everything go away. Like, mm -hmm. no, what the fuck is a, a pussy, a vagina, mm -hmm. a womb? Like, what is it? And what what are what are the ways that you can nurture, you know, mm -hmm. yourself and and shit like that. So I think that it's beautiful that you go deep into it because it's not just, oh, let me get these baby wipes or, right. you know, it's way like past that shit. And know? I think it's really important for women to remember that at the end of the day, nobody knows your womb better than you do. Yeah. Nobody knows it. I don't know it better mm -hmm. than you know it. Like you, every single, this is the beauty of it too. Like every single woman's body and womb is different. So mm -hmm. you have to adhere to whatever your body's asking you for. Yes. And it's not, it's not just, oh, Oh, I'm I'm gonna you know start 
honoring my menstrual cycle is sacred like it goes beyond that like you mm-hmm. have to completely reclaim your womb sovereignty yes you have to reclaim it because if you don't your vessel your temple your holy of holies is going to be used and siphoned as an energy mm-hmm. source for all these other entities and beings yes. other people other, like people are going to use your your generator yeah. they are going to use you yeah and you need to know what the generator does how it operates really? how to turn it on how to turn it off yeah. how to like manifest all that kind of stuff yeah. you need to know the ins and the outs and Control know how much power go out exactly in, all that shit because otherwise this that's literally people could just plug up to your fucking yep literally to your life so <laughs> plug up be like i'm about to charge my phone real quick exactly, exactly. you know like you exactly. don't that shit charge it get the fuck on you know so like no um so my question is what is some of some of the most prevalent things you may have noticed like when you're working with people that people i don't know uh complain about or deal with like what are some obstacles that are very prevalent in your field that you notice so the i would say the number one thing is menstrual cycles of course Mm -hmm. like that is a big thing that 95 percent of women struggle with and i just just to put this out there just so i can add a little bit of more context i have reached the point where I'm at with my womb cycle where I don't mm-hmm. cramp anymore, where mm-hmm. I'm only bleeding for three to four days. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually this last, like, my moon cycle's about to come up. And so last week I noticed the emotions coming in and I was like, wow, this is everything you're trying to prepare me to release now so that when I actually start bleeding, I'm bleeding even lighter because I've already energetically and emotionally released this. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, it, our wombs are so intelligent, our cycles are so intelligent. So I feel like that's definitely number one. Number two would definitely be the mother-father wound. Like a lot of, um, because I work with men as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people struggle with the mother and the father wound because like I was, we harbor that pain of how our mother treated us or didn't or how our father treated us or didn't or if they weren't there and we're longing for that. Mm -hmm. And so now we have to learn how to parent ourselves. And But I never had a mom to teach me about my womb or I never had a dad to show me how I should be treated as a woman. And so I use my womb to go out and have sex Mm -hmm. and give myself away. And so it's all like this traumatic experience that you're initially having with your your sexual energy your creative energy your sacral energy and a lot of people are are still healing through that mm-hmm. and and we talk about it we're like oh yeah i know i went through this as a child yeah. but then you have all these other things in your current reality manifesting mm-hmm. a reflection of that and you still won't go back to the root yeah. you know and we struggle because we we do it to ourselves we self-sabotage ourselves yeah. because we don't believe that oh i mean the root problem is really not that big like i need to deal with what's in front of me Mm -hmm. but it's like once you actually go back to the root and you deal with whatever the root trauma is your whole reality is going to reflect that it has no choice but to because that's how energy and vibration work yeah so yeah those are like the i would say those are like the main ones and then i would say like the third one that women deal with a lot is uh sisterhood mm-hmm. the sister wound like yes. being betrayed by other women and it's such a big ugly nasty fucking yeah. wound that needs this is i would say this is probably the pinnacle of womb healing for me is sisterhood 
because women don't realize we actually need each other. We like to tell each other, I don't need her. We yep. like to compete. We like to put another woman down. Yep. We like to judge where she's at, knowing we've been there before. Yeah. Like, we've been every single woman. Yeah. We've been the other woman. We've been the low self-esteem yeah. woman. We've been the woman giving away our body. Yep. We've been every single woman. Yes. And so it's very hard for us to judge because you're really just judging a part of yourself. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this is the pinnacle of womb healing for me because women, what we don't realize is how much we need each other in the sense of imagine if every single week you had a group of sisters that you just came to talk about your feelings with, mm -hmm. right? And then let's think about it in this way. That's that's one less conversation you're having with your current partner yeah. of like, hey, I just need you to hold space for me. It's like, nah, I got my sisters now. Mm -hmm. That's one less you know, overwhelming emotion of you just reacting out of feeling like nobody's there for you. I'm yeah. alone. Like, and your sisters keep you in check. Yes. Like, not for nothing, but when you see other women around you, you start holding yourself to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. They hold you to a higher standard. I'm not going to let you go and do this, sis. Yeah. I love you, and I understand where you're at, but no. Yeah. Like, I know you're better. Yes. I know you know your worth. And, like, I get chills when I talk about it because... It's it's so true. Like when women come together and we start really supporting each other, we create the internal system and support system that we've been searching and needing. Yes. We create it within ourselves. We create it within our sisterhood. And then we go out into the world and we're 20 times a better woman than we came out to be. I totally you know? agree. I, I feel like that was one of my main lessons this year. Not even lessons, but like just one of the main keynotes of this year is sisterhood. And I feel like that's something that has really... I've really been awarded with, you know, um, it feels so good to be around women who are who value not only sisterhood, but value themselves and respect themselves. I like being around women who have the utmost respect for themselves has been um, one of the most rewarding opportunities because it also creates this um, this healthy not even competition, but this healthy need to want to keep up so that I can make sure that I'm bringing enough to remain in this beautiful woman's life, you know, like, mm -hmm. I don't want to be like that friend that's just dragging, you know, you just carrying my weight or I'm just like, oh, what you doing? Oh, nothing. Just chilling. You know, like mm -hmm. the same shit that I'm always doing. No, I want to bring shit to the table because this beautiful woman is bringing shit to the table. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the sisterhood brings out of me, my best. Mm -hmm. And also... That I don't have to be fucking strong all the time. Because exactly. that was something that I always used to be like. Especially being the oldest like of my siblings. And like having to raise my fucking parents a little yep. bit. You know. I was like. Why the fuck I have to be so strong all the time. But since having. Embracing. Not even having. Because I did have beautiful friends in my life before. When I was too um, broken to even realize it. And I would isolate myself all the mm -hmm. time. And I didn't realize that. Um, I didn't realize the. The existence of a healthy dynamic between women because i was always under the impression of like cattiness or yep. some underlying jealousy mm -hmm. you know some shit like that especially because like my my father slept with my aunt my mm -hmm. mom's sister and that's something that really spiraled out of control into her having nervous breakdowns and all of these things so it really um, broke my trust for a little bit about females, you know, mm -hmm. and for a while I would be like, oh, I don't hang around guys and all this stuff, which was just really uncomfortable, but it was the only way I knew how to survive in that right. type of environment, you know. Mm -hmm. So I am, I think sisterhood, not think, I know sisterhood is very important, especially as far as womb healing, because you can't talk to a guy about all of this shit. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> 
what the fuck, you know? Like, <laughs> we can pretend all we want, but we need our fucking female friends, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, what are some... I know you talked about your cycle being shorter. Um, I know you talked about not experiencing as much pain. What are some other things, maybe not necessarily di- uh, connected directly to the menstrual cycle, but just your womb health overall that you've noticed, like some positives about... Um, that you've experienced since really being intentful with your womb health? I would say the number one thing is dialogue. Mm. Having a dialogue with your womb. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, something that I've been doing for the last two years is, like, just opening the channel of Hekau, which in Egypt or Kemet, it means words of power. Okay. So having words of power, words of powerful conversations with your womb. Mm-hmm. If your womb could tell you, how she has felt about every sexual encounter you have ever had. What mm-hmm. would she say? Mm-hmm. And don't even hold back. Like, right. what would she say? Hmm. And then reverse it. Flip it. Give her a response. Wow. Have compassion for her. Be like, oh, shit. I, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. wow, I didn't realize that you felt this way. Like, have an actual... And I do this in the form of journaling. So I'll write it as if I'm writing a letter to my womb. And then I'll write a letter back to myself as if my womb is talking to wow. me. Because it allows you to tap into, like, this this higher consciousness of realizing that you like right it's just like the akashic records you have all the answers inside of you like you don't need to go to somebody else like if you just open the channel like the answers are right there and i think journaling is the most passive way to do it in the easiest way because you're just you're in a flow like you're you're just letting all the subconscious thoughts you're letting them come out and like i always say it like the mind is for processing not storing so get it out of your mind like let it put it on the paper like that has been the number one way of, like, for womb health with me. Like, just talk to my womb, like, yo, what's up? Like, how you feeling? Like, even in the times that I'm, like, cramping or whatever, like, that I've had cramps before, like, I'll literally just put my hand over my womb and mm-hmm. I listen to why she's in pain. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to feel her pain. Like, I can't heal the thing without feeling the thing, you know what I mean? But Yeah, I really I, like that yeah. exercise, especially about, like, um even all the all the partners whatever like in my in my womb talking to me and me talking back i really like that and i'm going to try that i can already i can already hear now like my womb being like sometimes like this is why y'all ask me drunk what the fuck how we get here you know like but no that in reality though that's a really good um it's a really amazing empowering exercise and i can I'm already, like, thinking about it, you know, because mm-hmm. I can't wait to do it. And I think that a lot of people could benefit from just even hearing exercises like that because we think about, like you said, like, okay, I'll be I'll be more grateful of my period. But, no, like, actually being mm-hmm. intentful and doing those journaling exercises and thinking about things like that, you know. So, I think that's amazing. Um, so, what are – can you tell me a little bit more – uh, about what you do mm-hmm. and where I can find like your services and stuff. So this is really a good question because what I do and what I have done is still what I'm doing, but now it's it's snowballing into something way bigger than I ever thought. Beautiful. Um, so what I've done in the past was I was a red tent priestess and I would hold sister circle ceremonies, womb circle ceremonies, and just help guide women into menstrual healing. Mm-hmm. Um, that slowly transitioned into getting into sound healing, into Tibetan sound healing. And 
Um, it's moved into my voice now. Like I sing, I love to make music. Um, so now using my voice as a transmission. So what mm -hmm. I do is womb oracle transmissions mm -hmm. and it's basically just like channeling the transmission from spirit from higher dimensions into my voice. Like I have my looper, um, and I do this with my clients and it's really just to bring them back to the original frequency of their womb, mm -hmm. of their sexual energy, like, and removing all of the, the film, all the things that are disgusting and dirty. Mm -hmm. And what is upcoming now is I'm stepping into this path of actually initiating other women to become womb priestesses. So I'll actually be having a 12-week training rolling out in the next few months okay. um, to for any woman that wants to be a part of that training. Um, this is a very it's gonna be a very deep, deep um, priestess training. We're gonna be diving into all the ancient cultures. Cultures. We're gonna dive into how to make a womb altar, mm -hmm. um, the history of the womb, like everything that you can possibly think of. Um, it's gonna all be included in there. Ancestral, Kemet, Egypt, all those things. Um, and yeah, for right now, where you can find me is just Instagram and email. So they're both the same thing. So my Instagram is at mother womb codes. Okay. And then my email is mother womb codes at gmail.com. Okay. So either of those, you can just reach out to me. I am offering, um, one-on-one -on -one sessions right now, but it's going to be very soon. I'm going to be taking a break from one-on-one -on -one because I'm going to start doing group trainings for women. Okay. So yeah. Is it going to be, um, do you, are you going to have some virtual available? Yes. Okay. So it's all, right now, it's all virtual. Okay. Right okay, now, cool. it's all virtual until I build the womb temple okay. in person and people come. That's going to be dope. <laughs> I mean, because, like, even already, like, being around your presence and we're in your home now and it just feels so inviting and warm. So I can't, I can only imagine, like, how beautiful the temple is going to be. Like, I, I told you, I'm like, you should incorporate, you know, um... The altar thing, you're like, I already do that. I'm like, okay, cool, because <laughs> I'm going to have to do get some virtual um, counseling done because, you know, I'm not going to be here. But honestly, it's been a pleasure really talking to you. And every time I talk to you, it's very powerful. You know, it's not, I fucking hate small talk. So <laughs> it's never Same. like, oh, yeah, what's, what's your favorite color? You know, right. it's never <laughs> none of that bullshit. It's always like straight to it. And we like, what's going on? What healing we need to do? Um, so it's always a fucking privilege talking to you. And again, you said um, mother womb code. So C-O-D-E-S. Yes. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and follow you right now. <laughs> right now. Well, yeah, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. This was very pleasant. And um, it's honestly like it's taken me a long time to actually publicly speak about what it is that I do. And this is the first time that I'm really fully sharing it. And so... Okay. I just know with this channel of me claiming it vocally mm -hmm. and publicly like this, like it's, it's already here, you yes. know, like it took me some time to feel confident to fully claim this because it's, it's not just a path of like, Oh, new age, spiritual healing. And I just yeah. want people to love me and, and I want people to be obsessed. Nah, like it's none of that. The, the mother womb codes is exactly what it says. It derives from the mother energy. Yeah. It is not something that. I am creating it's something I'm tapping into mm -hmm. and that's being revealed and so everyone has access to this yeah you know and I just really want to 
support women in finding their mother womb codes because yeah. all of our codes are different. They're not the same thing. The only yeah. thing I can do is share my codes with you and hope that it awakens you in a way to claim your sovereignty again. Yes. You know? I love that. It's not it's not something that you're like oh being culty about like Exactly. You know like oh I I have the fucking power. You're right. like no, <laughs> I'm tapping in your body going No, I love that. I love that. Um so again, like I appreciate I appreciate that you're very humble about it too, you know what I'm saying? And that you're even um being a wonderful vessel for us to be able to get this information and feel confident in who we are and you know what I'm saying and all of the power that we do have so as promised here is a short guided meditation using my sound bowls and um, these are for the solar plexus chakra and the third eye chakra I hope you enjoy and I will see you guys next year
oh my fucking gosh that's a wrap y'all as always let me know what you guys think of it and if i missed anything season two is coming in february i'm just taking a tiny break and i'll be right back on my bullshit for real for real in the meantime you can catch me on instagram making vegan cooking videos because i don't eat animals like some kind of fucking maniac um just kidding not really but also i'll be doing cool shit and being cool so follow me on f period ck generational curses and that's on instagram and i'll holla at y'all soon bye